Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. And on that note, we cue the music. Biff, 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 all right. Let's send them in. Straight from the attic, it's a buddy bin. Biff, radio's about to begin. Hey, everyone, it's Biff from Biff Radio. Uh, so <laughs> I'm having to re-record this part because in editing the podcast, the first 15 or 20 minutes was just garbled. I don't know why. It's really frustrating. So um, we're going to join the podcast in kind of mid-story. Uh, the guest is Wes, Wes Allen from uh, the network, one of the hosts of Why Do We Ever Meet? And also the lead singer and songwriter of Resignation. The album comes out when you're hearing this. If you're hearing this, the album's out. So please listen to the album. I apologize that we missed the first part of the interview. Um, just so you know, he was praising me and how handsome I am and how large my penis is. He hasn't seen it, which I don't know how he knows. But, you know, if you know, you know. Uh <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. But uh, so joining uh, in mid-story, in mid-sentence, here's Wes uh, from Resignation. Sorry. Sorry, Wes. Sorry, everyone. But we still got a lot of really good stuff. All right. I love you guys. Enjoy. Wessington. Chris and Kurt and I have been very good about structuring and putting these songs together. And we have an incredible rhythm section. Jim and Luke are so fucking good at what they do that we can put a song together. We come to them and they're like, I mean, within a few, usually within a few run throughs, we're like, yeah, we're okay. We got it. We got bones here. And um, so the music itself is a collaborative effort already. And then when it comes to my lyrics, um, this is, this is probably the first band in a long time where like I've, I've been very like, like I would say it's the first band ever that I've been in where the lyrics are so deliberate. I make a very conscious effort with this band to not get too out into the weeds in terms of the writing. I want it to be as clear and deliberate as possible what I'm addressing and the way I and the way I'm addressing it because I want I want this music to have a positive impact on somebody in the sense that if they are down. If there is something that they can gain from this, it's to understand like you've heard a song that tells you you're not alone. Let's hope it connects with you in a sense where you go, yeah, I feel like I'm not alone. And I, I these bands that I listen to, they're saying this and I'm starting to realize like I'm not alone and I can find help for these, these problems. Uh, so the great thing is these guys trust me with the lyrics and uh, they, they believe in, they believe in, what I'm talking about. They believe in my process in terms of like laying, sort of laying a lot of this really personal shit out there. And uh, there was a, there was a point when we record, when we were recording where I was doing vocal tracks and I think the guys knew the song, but when you're in the studio and you're hearing it that way, it's a different process. And I came out of the booth and I walked back into the main room and Chris and, and Kurt were like, kind of like emotional. <laughs> and, 
and uh and chris hugged me and i was like like is you got are you, is everybody good and they're like yeah i guess they're like i guess we just didn't really fully realize like how much that hits home with us too and it happened to be the song eddie kingston um because that but you know there's a part of that verse where i it, it's it's one of the most deliberate things I've ever written because I talk, the line is time's disappearing and I'm terrified. And it, it's the thing I struggle with the most is it, that's where I, it's kind of the root of a lot of my anxiety is, is as you get older, you watch time slip away. And, it, you know, as a parent, you're proud to see your kids grow. But it's also a sign of like, man, like, am I... Am I doing this right? Am I, you know, you know, how much of how much of the fucked up parts of me are are fucking them up? And it's a it's it's a thing that as a parent you you dread. It's a thing as a as a parent that you you fear. And for me, it's kind of the, you know, it's literally at this point as I get older, it's kind of the bedrock of what I struggle with the most with anxiety and 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 depression um and to know that my bandmates hear that and go like yeah yes yes this is this hits home with me as well and this further drives home why we're doing this and it it be it kind of re you know kind of recircles the wagons and rallies us back around in in saying like hey man this is this, this, we're, we're doing the right things here. We're writing the right songs. We have the right lyrics. And for, you know, for lack of a better term, we have the right message because it's like it, that, that is being able to talk about these things openly and with compassion is much more important than fucking Spotify streams and, you know, selling merch at shows. Like those are just parts of, those are mech, those are mechanisms of being a band. Uh, I won't look back on this band and think about that. I'm going to be proud of the things we accomplished and, you know, and, and having really beautiful conversations with people about their, their life. And that's, that's honestly, man, that's, that's all that matters. And to kind of answer your question, uh, the long way, uh, there is a trust amongst the five of us and I, I can't, I couldn't imagine doing this with four other guys than these guys. That's, that's amazing. And something that you said that really just kind of pinged hard. Um, and it's something that I've shared with a lot of people is that, so you, when you talk about like, you know, being a parent and kind of the, like the, the, the struggles you have and maybe those struggles passing on to, you know, the kids, like oh, so yeah. one, one of my favorite, like, from favorite in the it, it sticks with me and it will stick with me forever from last year Noah Khan song stick season that line oh man that, that line of you know I thought you know I could pile up you know good from bad and you know cancel out the darkest I inherited from dad and like I yes. posted on my TikTok about like him talking about that lyric and that like yeah it is you know talking about the fact that like mental illness is something that is part of his family and like seeing it from like you know, you have obviously the father perspective. I have the son perspective yeah. of like, I yeah. saw my father d- deal with mental health and did not do anything with it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. or, or, or if he did, he did it completely alone in shadows because he lived alone. But so 
being able to like, as a son, see like, oh, I see my father did not do anything, did not mm-hmm. even attempt to prepare his children for these things. And then I see you of like being aware of it, being actively aware mm-hmm. of it and being actively like talking about it to your children. So when they have struggles and that, you know, it's, you've been documented on your podcast of, you know, the, the struggles that, that cash had, but also mm-hmm. because you had that relationship, you were there for him and able to help him, you know, give him the strength to get through like those things and like his own journey. It's just like, that's, that, yeah. that resonates so hard with me. And like having those conversations because being open with conversations with people you love, especially, you know, parents and children, it can make the difference. <laughs> like I can't fathom yeah. if, you know, Steve would have ever at any a point like, Hey, I deal with these things. I've dealt with mm-hmm. these things just a heads up that you were probably deal with these things because my dad dealt with them and his dad dealt yeah. with them. And it's like, it's goes back to what we we're talking about, like of this kind of demystifying of mental health. Cause yeah, it, it, it's, more often than not, very hereditary, very, very, oh, very hereditary. And yes, yes. It doesn't just pop. I mean, sometimes it isn't, but nine times out of ten, like the issues that you have, you know, come from parents. Because especially the well, the older generation, when they're like, ah, oh, it's fine, you know, they, they'll they're you know, buck up, you know, just take a drink and you'll be fine. Yes. And so, like, that's why I I, I think that resignation is so important. Is that you also you have, you know, you guys none of you are like over the hill, but like, it, it's just, again, like it goes back to like, you've had people that are in life that they are still dealing with these things, but they're finding positive ways to deal with it. So if younger people, cause you, you guys have played shows with lots of younger people around younger bands. Oh, absolutely. Playing yeah. with, and they're like, Oh wow. These guys that might look like my parents are dealing with these things in a healthy way. And they're talking about it maybe I can, you know, things will be okay. Maybe if I talk about these things and then they'll do the same thing with their kids and Hey, who knows? Maybe in a couple generations, it won't be such a taboo thing to talk about. I'm feeling bad today. Yes. Uh, And you know, that, that's such a, I think that's such a big part of not just, you know, like I, I, like as a, somebody, it's a, you know, latter era gen Xer then for you, who, who is an early, early, uh, or early years millennial, I believe, correct? Geriatric millennial is the term that I yeah, was called. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so we, we have kind of been tasked with this, and I think we tasked ourselves with it, of being the guys, being the men, or just the, not even the men, because I think every, uh, like, but a lot, a lot of dudes, because a lot of, uh, I mean, you see the suicide rates amongst, um, amongst, you know, men, it, in their, uh, in their forties and fifties, these, I think these numbers would alarm people. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we kind of tasked ourselves with this job of, we have to break those cycles. Um, we have to be the gener- We, it is our job to not carry on that legacy that our fathers and grandfathers did of not addressing mental health. It, it's our job to not place our kids in a position to uh, have to um, ha- have to deal have to deal with what we did. I I have a wonderful relationship with my dad. My dad, my my I never went without. My dad is an incredible grandfather. Uh, my he is a like I'm so fortunate. He and my wife have a wonderful relationship. Uh, just overall, I'm very fortunate. Uh, 
but I, like, I'd be lying if I said like, you know, I, I, I didn't go to my old man with my pain. I went to my mom, uh, because there's walls up and, you know, my dad grew up in a situation where he, you know, he didn't know his real father. He was raised by stepfather and, uh, and there was alcoholism and, and forms of abuse in the home. And, and that is pretty commonplace for that generation. Okay. So that they, and, and I know like, you know, your, your dad, your dad was in a similar situation as mine of like, you know, the, you don't address those things. You just don't talk about that. You don't talk about those feelings. You, and it, it, it affected them in a way that I don't think they fully realize or grasp. Uh, and so it, it was kind of up to us to go, well, we can't keep that up. Yeah. That's, that's killing us. So we can't do that. And if we're going to make another generation of kids, we have to provide the outlet, the platform for them to discuss their emotions and their feelings. And, you know, you mentioned like with my son and that's, and honestly, my son cash and his story is literally kind of why resignation exists. Uh, uh, he, uh, in, in the fall of 2021 came to my wife and I, and, uh, literally it was, it was a single conversation that was the difference between him taking his life that day or, or not. And it was him having the intel, having the emotional intelligence, but also the rapport with my wife and I to say, Hey guys, I'm not okay. I don't feel good. I don't, this is not how I'm supposed to feel and I need help. And we got help that night and, uh, and he got a, he was in a, was able to get a room in a crisis unit the next day. And, and, uh, you know, after that 10 day stay, uh, you know, kind of set him forth on what would be the rest of his life. And, and to pretend like it's, it was a one and done thing would be, you know, <laughs> disingenuous at best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, as you know, there's maintenance involved mm -hmm. and there's work involved. And we have not gotten it right every time since then. We weren't getting it right every time before that. But if we're able to, to admit when we fuck things up, if we're able to say to each other, like, hey, I'm sorry, I let you down in this moment. Let's talk through this. Uh, it it keeps that cycle from re from reestablishing and being able to admit you're not getting it right every time is the sort of honesty that helps a family uh, survive. It helps you survive the trauma and it helps you learn how to deal with trauma in a better way the next time around. So, uh, you know, I mean, you, you and I have had these conversations yeah. and sometimes it just takes like what I know you've been in a downswing. Uh, it doesn't have to be a 10 hour conversation. It's sometimes it's just that text message of like, Hey, I see you. I love you. Uh, I, I know, I know you're, I know you're in a Valley right now, but you know that you'll, you'll come out of that. Sometimes that's just that it's just letting people know they're seen and heard that, that in and of itself breaks a cycle that uh, has existed for generations. And my hope is that these kids, and I have a ton of faith in these kids and you work with these, you work with Gen Z, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. They've been handed a real shit deal. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're the ones that are like, look, man, we could, there's nowhere to go but up. So let's fight for each other. Let's fight together. And man, that 
that sort of shit really has me hopeful for for these cycles to be broken for good. And definitely, it's just it's so amazing that Gen Z and even like you know whatever the generation after that is, there yeah, there the stigma is so less and less. And then because yeah. there is more media out there that is you know backing up the it's okay not to be okay and that's why like, yeah. the fact that you are adding to that that tomorrow you know, today um you are adding to that and that in a in a, in a world where you know, there's some kid who's going to find your your music and mm-hmm. it's going to be like this is it like because i think like we, we, we both and we can kind of talk about like we both have probably there are multiple things we can point to of music. Like this is the song, this is the album, this is the artist that without them, I don't know if I would be here or like, Amen. They, yes. And yes. So and like, yes. <laughs> for like, you know, for me, it, it was Stephen page and I was able to yeah. tell him that. And I was, you know, and it is, I guess for, for you, what, yeah. you know, off the top of your head, like what is like a piece of media that like you can point to, like that is so integral to like me being here today. What, yep. what is that yep. for you? I, I, yeah, I can. Um, uh, it, it, yeah, I, I mean, specifically, like, it, it's ironic because um, I like it, it, I've said this before, and I'll, I, I will say it for the rest of my life. Uh, Hot Water Music saved my life when I was in my early 20s. That band's music saved me. And uh, it was it was these guys that were were writing these songs saying, like, look, this pain is 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 crushing me, but we, we will find the light. We will find, we will find hope and we will do it together. And, uh, their, uh, their album, no division, and that, that record saved my life. Um, and that band has gone on to be such a huge part of me. And, and it has been a huge part now of, uh, of my relationship with cash. Uh, uh, I have a, ta- I have a hot water music tattoo, um, from uh from their song trusty chords uh and it has the dates uh it has the date that he got out of the hospital and uh and i was able to like you got to interview stephen page which i mean the whole fucking network was so excited for you that was that was massive um uh being able when i was younger being able to tell chuck reagan and chris waller their music saved my life and literally like hugged chuck and we cried together uh, it's amazing. And then, and then, you know, all these years later to be able to go see hot water music and, and see Chuck again, just by chance this time. And, uh, he was aware of my tattoo, uh, and, uh, I was able to introduce him to my son and, and, you know, kind of share that story. And he, I mean, just like, what a crazy fucking crazy fucking world. And man, if you ever want to know how powerful music is, these are the moments, you know, yeah. like, I, you know, well, it's me getting to tell Chuck Reagan, uh, you know, what his music has meant to me. You, the same thing, you interviewing Stephen Page and how, how crucial he is to how you've processed uh, the, more, you know, how you, uh, his, his music and its placement in your life, but then also how it's helped you in these later years and, and, you know, in the time since your father has passed and how you've mourned. Yeah. Those are really special things that like never go away. And that's something so unique to music is we have songs and artists that their music has impacted our life at a certain point in time in a way that 
you will never forget. You will never forget those moments and those songs and those lyrics because they are etched into those memories with you, uh, of yours. And uh, that that is something like, I don't expect our music to do that, but I hope in some way, our, if someone has shown up to a show and they are emotionally beat up, I hope they get to see us and whatever bands we're playing with. And for a, for a few hours, the outside world doesn't get to fuck with them and they get a sense of relief and they feel a part of something. And I think that like, I, I, so I, I will share this and I think I, I have shared this song before, but let me find the, the lyric here. Um, so in back in would have been 2004, I saw yeah. a, uh, it was, <laughs> I was living in Memphis and I saw Michelle branch. Uh, I, I got tickets for it and there was an opening act. Um, and the guy was named is Joe Firstman. And, uh, he was like, there was like barely anyone in the crowd. Cause like, you know, it was, you know, like three other bands ahead of him. And uh, yeah. And he has a, a song of, of an EP. Uh, oh man. I'm trying to find it here as I probably should have had this. Um, and again, like I had never heard of the guy and he has a lyric of a song. It's called long way down. And uh, da, 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 da. we'll cut this out. Uh, Cause Come on, come on, come on. There we go. Lyrics. So the the, the lyric was, I, uh, I, I could be a man of conviction and such. I wish my Dixons didn't mean so much. And I heard mm. that. And again, like it was this band that I, you know, this one guy in a, in a piano. And I say that to say that you have no idea who is going to be in the crowd at any given time, at yes. any given show. Yes. And yep. that song, that lyric hit me so hard that that was again, almost 20 years ago and it still affects me. So that's why I think it's so amazing that you guys have this record out and you're doing these shows because you have no idea the power that some random person, maybe they were just there seeing another band. Maybe they're just there because they yeah. like music and it could, it, it, I want to say it's going to happen. Like very likely it's going to happen. And that could be the song that like 20 years from then they're going to be thinking like, oh, I saw this band, you know, this little band yeah. and I, I got their tape and it's, you're putting it out there in the world and the good you do by just putting it out there, no matter if it be a small release or a wide release, it's, yep. it's better to have it out in the world than not. And so that is, so why I'm so proud of you and, and and resignation for putting this music out there because thank you it, 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 it'll get to like who it needs to get to. I'm not a spiritual person, yes. but I do believe in the universe provides, you know, things when you need them and someone yes. is going to, you know, come across this. They're going to see you guys are going to hear this music and they're like, I, this is speaking to me in a way. And yes. it could be even things like, Maybe they're looking up like some of their favorite wrestlers. And so like, like maybe they're big fans of Effie. Maybe they're big fans of Allie. Maybe they're big fans of Eddie Kingston and they define this. And like, it's just, I, it's just so amazing. And, and I would, I mean, I would be so proud if your all your songs are about, like if you took the Andrew WK approach and they were just all about partying, I would still love it. I mean, maybe, Hey, who knows the second record? We just take a sharp turn and like, Hey guys, you never know, man. we were deep as shit in the first man. one, but now <laughs> hookers and blow. Um, but you no, know, the, the fact that you guys have just, you put out the, your hearts to this. It's just, it's such an amazing thing. And that's why like I, I've, 
again, I would support you and the band if, you know, it was Hookers and Blow. Maybe not <laughs> as much, but the fact that, like, I can support you because I, I love you and I love this music and it's such a powerful message. Yeah. I screamed to the heavens of, like, people just listen to this. Listen to this music because, again, I don't know who I'm in my circle needs that message at that moment. Yeah. Yes. yes. So thank like, you. Of thank course. You. So going forward. So like, you know, uh, you know, the, the record is released. Um, mm -hmm. I'm assuming, you know, huge party, you know, uh, you know, Prince will come there for he's, I don't, I, he, they, <laughs> they say he's dead. He's really alive. Um, I guess like, all right. Like, is there that you can talk about? Are, are we looking at tours in the yeah. future? Like, so like, uh, yeah, the, you'll uh, like these, there's some stuff that's going to be announced soon. And, uh, everywhere from St. Louis to Chicago to Sandusky, Ohio, we will be announcing shows all over the place. Um, and, uh, we, we will, we have a, uh, we've got uh, basically like the record will already be out, but we're doing a release party at our home bar, uh, in Sledo, the Ottawa Tavern on March 31st, uh, with bands that are, are some of our best friends, which is so fucking cool. Um, and uh, and there's a, a young and up and coming, uh, very talented singer songwriter who is going to be opening that show. Oh um, shit! <laughs> there are uh, more details to come on that, um, but we're uh, we're going to be all over the Midwest. Uh, uh, we've got uh, we've got some exciting stuff coming up. We've got some split releases with some some bands that some really great bands that we're friends with. Uh, that are coming out this year. We've got more music coming out this year. Um, and uh, and when you see us bopping around the Midwest, uh, we'll also be doing that. Not not only because we have this record out on, uh, and I'd be remiss if I left this out. We're on a really great record label called Friend Club Records based out of Buffalo, New York, who are incredibly supportive. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, in addition to having like bands that are our friends, you know, uh, like Least and, curtail and uh and shipwrecked and 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 just all, spaceships and all these fucking awesome bands the label is run by people that genuinely genuinely believe and back our message and and uh it, it's an honor to to get to work with these people uh and uh we also are working this year and you'll there'll be a lot more involvement with working with an organization from chicago called hope for the day uh, and you can find their, you can find them on Instagram. Just look up hope for the day or uh, visit the website, hftd.org. And uh, they're, they're an organization that draws, uh, that draws awareness, uh, but also provides resources and support for those struggling with mental health issues, mental illness, suicide prevention. And they do it for all facets of life. Uh, they, they, they have services specifically for those in the LGBTQ plus IA community uh, addressing their specific needs, uh, people dealing with addiction, uh, people dealing with housing issues, uh, low income, and, and, and just general resource, resources and information to help you address these, these issues. Because we've mentioned this more than once, and I say this to people all the time, and I say it on stage, it's okay to not be okay, but it is not okay to ignore that. It is, it is important to understand that when you are in that, that uh, it, it can't just be done alone. You can't just grin and bear it sometimes. And that's where professional help is a necessity. And an organization like Hope for the Day will point you in the direction of, 
of the people in your community that are, you know, that are a network that can help you. And so we're really proud to be working with them. And uh, we're really excited to announce some stuff that's coming up. So, uh, you know, I, I, the best way to figure this stuff out and to find out, I just encourage people to, you know, get on, if you use Spotify, please follow us on Spotify. Uh, you know, add us to your playlist, man. We hope you're listening. Uh, share the music with a friend like this, this sort of shit. This is the punk rock and hardcore world. It's all word of mouth. Um, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Resignation Music. We're on Twitter at Resignation Band. Just if if you look up Resignation, you'll find us. And uh, uh, we we're we're very adamant about telling people our DMs are open because of that very scenario you explained. You never know who's in the crowd, and uh, if people people need someone to talk to, we're here to talk to them. We're also going to be the first people to point them in the right direction to get them the proper help that they they might need to uh to get better and that's amazing and so now a couple things one if people missed yeah. out on the the pre-sale uh which you know shame on them but if they were like when should we look for i mean obviously monitor all the social media but do we have a yeah. kind of timetable of like when we're gonna get um you know a non-pre-order uh be able to get copies of the other album yeah so uh so by the time people hear this uh yeah the the pre-orders so the uh uh, like if you had told me even two fucking five years ago that cassettes would be back, I would be like, that's crazy, but they're back in a big way. Um, if you didn't get the first round of the limited edition cassettes, they, they did sell out. Uh, we do have t-shirts available still through friend club records Beautiful. and we will have merchant shows. Um, and by the time this comes out, keep an eye on our social media and on friend club records social media because there there might there might be a uh there just might be a, another batch of those available to purchase that's amazing uh, and then, don't quote me on that but i i, I keep think your ears, those you might keep be your, available. your ears to the ground and also obviously i want everyone to buy the physical media but also it's been yeah. one week from now is the first friday of march and that means band yes, sir band camp friday as yes. you as people that follow this podcast know i always shout at people so on band camp friday when you're yeah. going to buy all the music of the people that you know the usual suspects buy resignations album because 100 percent of the proceeds go to the band you yes. should buy you should buy you know use band camp as much as you can but every single first friday of the month that is the time to do it so please 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 do that make sure yeah. you, we are going on to friend club record we are resignation all their social media and we are you know following and spreading and sharing and saying hey listen to this and putting on your social media and if you're making tiktoks use the sound Resignation Music's on TikTok. Instead of yes, using the are. same like five fucking sounds we hear all the time, let's use that. I know the algorithm may not like you, but let's make the algorithm like everyone. And just yeah. please, 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 you know, if you are listening to this and you are my family and you are listening to this and you do, please, like, I, it'll be a gift to me if you support this music because I believe in it so much and it just, it needs to get out there. So support you know, as much as you can, if you can't, you know, monetarily support sharing and spreading yeah. the word is gold as well. And uh, just thank you so much for being my friend, for being someone that I can turn to and talk to for welcoming into your life, but also thank you for this music. Thank the rest of the guys. 
And I, I am will. so incredibly happy that I don't know if it'll turn on right at, at midnight. I'm usually up, up past midnight. I'm going to check at 1201 yeah. and I'm going to see. I think it will. I think I, it'll be up at midnight from so what I understand. I will. I, my, my goal is, even though it might be one of you guys, my goal is to be the first person to stream on, on Spotify, the resignation album. And then Hell yeah. uh, I will own it <laughs> in many, many forms. So uh, Wes, thank you so much for being Thanks, on man. the podcast. Um, also a quick plug of your podcast. And if you want to, no pressure to the audio insanity that is your son's podcast, the floor is yours. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so in addition to resignation, uh, my wife and I have a podcast on this very network, the Jabroni U network. Uh, and uh, it's called Why Did We Ever Meet? Uh, and we are a literal hodgepodge of talking about real life shit, uh, interviews, uh, pop culture and just just general chaos. Um uh, we are on you can hear us every Wednesday at eleven AM wherever you get your podcasts from. And our son, who's been mentioned several times on uh, on this show, and you've heard his drops right here on Biff Radio. Uh, he I'm has gonna jizz! <laughs> yeah! Uh, yeah. <laughs> he has a uh, he has a podcast called Ceramic Cat available every Thursday. Um, it is as much performance art as it is a podcast. This is literal. There's no thought put into it. It is stream of conscious, and it is, it is at its at its rawest form, uh, is is terrifying to the normies. Mm -hmm. But at its at its best and purest, it is it is uh, it is the most like chaotic, beautiful, violent, insane thing you're going to listen to. And they're always very short. They're, yes. they're 30 minutes or less because that, that sort of, uh, when a fire is burning that hot, it won't last for very long. And, uh, and it just ends and he doesn't fucking, yeah. he doesn't, he, there's no preamble. There's no <laughs> epilogue. It's, it starts. And then when he's done, he goes, it, okay, I'm done. And it's over. I like to imagine that he just ends the podcast and just leaves it running. And whatever file gets sent to the editor is like, why is it three hours long? Oh yeah. No one, no one turned off the machine and it's no, just, no one stopped the recording. So now we have two <laughs> he, and a half hours of just the Allen house. Just, um, also, it's literally like he'll edit and he'll just hit stop and walk away. I, I, I like, I, I see it every yeah. time. I do enjoy the, uh, notes, the live notes to the editor. <laughs> I put this in. Oh there. man. It's just, and uh, the edits are getting stronger and stronger, or it, it's just beautiful stuff. So, yes, please, please, if you're not listening to Why Do We Ever Meet, it's just a fantastic show. And, like, I, again, like, I say this, but, like, it is amazing that, like, like Cash has this, vo this voice. And, it, again, it's a raw, uncut thing, but it, in a beautiful way, it fits perfectly with Jabroni U. Yes, yes it does. It is uh, yeah, there's just no way, way about it. It's the only home it could have. Um, so yeah. thank you so much. Congratulations on the album. I can't wait thank to, you, I can't wait for you to get snubbed at the Grammys and for some <laughs> white, like, like I'm guessing, got robbed. yeah, machine gun Kelly will, will, will get it ahead of you. And then you can look pissed in the audience. I can't wait for that. Um, it'll be fun for everyone. <laughs> if the universe is listening, make this happen. <laughs> and you could rush the stage and you can power bomb them off the stage a la Kevin Owens. 
Oh, one of the greatest moments in the history of television. Fuck yes. All right, my friend. I love you very much. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. And I will uh, see you soon. Everyone, remember, be gay, do crimes, buy everything Resignation, and listen to good music. And hey, Resignation is very, very good music. Bye, everybody.